Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the lowest effect. This is also Alisa, and I am right now doing the show solo. Um, Liz is taking her mother in for another appointment today, so she can't join us. And my cousin uh, has yet to call in, so it's just me. And I just, oh, here she is. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> I was good. I was actually on, and then I did, did starts, and I get dropped. What's up? Interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm the here now. So. Yes. I know. Right? <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Hi. So um, you're calling us from Florida? No, no. I'm still in Georgia. Oh. I'll, I'll, head, out to, I'll head out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were driving yesterday. So no, I was driving, but locally. <laughs> ah, all right, everyone's kind of making their little transitions and moves around around the place, so that's kind of good. Um, yeah, I um I met with my my children's mother yesterday, who happened to be in town, and discussing the uh, the soon to be fifteen year old's birthday. So that was oh good, gosh. and that's why I'm traveling. I know he's fifteen. Wow. Mm. Just wow. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so <I know>. sweet. <laughs> Let that soak in. <laughs> I know. I mean, every time I see him, he's like a foot taller and voices deeper. Yeah. and But still yeah. just an amazing, an amazing boy, an amazing man. He's a, he's, yep. He's a good guy. He's a yeah. Really, he's a good guy. He's going to grow. He's growing up to be a very, very nice man and, very, um, very responsible, and you know, I just, I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of both of them. You've got right. uh, he who has that, that. Uh, well, we've got a left brainer and a right brainer. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Ooh, that's so true. It is very true. Yeah. So we've got. Um, he's very much. A, well, I'm not, I don't know. Like he's creative. Mm-hmm. He just he does it very orderly, <laughs> and you know. Where Lil is just whimsical and fun, and you know, I've got to have two hamsters, a fish, three cats, and a, you know, if, I, if, if you'd let her, she'd have ten dogs, and you know, an elephant in there. I mean, she's she's the she's the animal lover, nature lover. You know, oh, let's make art and yeah, sweet. And I love that that they. That they both are so individual and 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 good with it. You know, they're they're good with who they are. We're not saying you have to be like your brother. Or why aren't you more like your sister? You know, none of that. None of that. I I feel very blessed in my life, honestly. Like I remember when they were born and going, I have ten fingers and ten toes. I'm good. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, I got that and everything else we can handle. You know, they came out fine and beautiful and. And I, you've got to, you've got to appreciate every moment, every step of the way. And I mean, look at Isabel. I mean, gosh, she's a year. I mean, I saw her the other day. She's walking mm-hmm. and talking mm-hmm. <laughs> and putting that lip out at me. I'm like, what? I mean, I, you know, I didn't mean to make her cry. I didn't pinch her or anything. But. No, no, it, it's 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 just so so much. Uh, it's true. When they were looking at uh, my brother and sister-in-law, were looking at um, homes. They they would end up asking me to come with them to so to hold Isabel because in some cases uh, because the house wasn't fully furnished it was very echoey so she would just be overwhelmed. You think about these babies that are born during this pandemic that you know born in quarantine basically they the mm-hmm. number of people that are around is is usually incredibly small um, and especially right. for our family to only be surrounded by two or three people at the most is Very unheard of, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, so, so uh, for her to finally, you know, within six months get a little more, um, a little more of socialization by going to Montessori uh, that's helped tremendously, but it, it's still a lot to take in. So, yeah. In those rooms where in the new house where they haven't really put in a lot of furniture, I mean, it's very echoey and we're loud people, you know, 
when we're yeah. when we're with our family, yeah. we're like, hey. So I think it was yeah. it was just way too much for her. So, um, but she's fascinated by you. She kept looking at you. Um, That's because I think we look alike, so it's kind of throwing well, we, off. Well, but she was looking at when she was looking at our cousin um, Annette. Same thing, you know. It was her house, yeah. but she was looking at her like. I don't know if I want you to hold me yet, but I'm going to watch you. <laughs> yeah. There's something about you that's very familiar. Um, yeah. So yeah. she's she's so she's so observant and so smart. Like all your kids too. They were, you know, Jaden didn't speak for like two years. It felt like, and then he finally, you know, he's yeah. now he has these eloquent sentences and paragraphs. And that was early on when he finally decided decided to speak. Like he had saved up all these words and was waiting to arrange them artfully and then said, Oh, and by the way, you know, he just had this, he was spoken full sentences. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was signing, he was signing at six months. Mm-hmm. So in essence, he was communicating. He just wasn't yes. doing it in a way that were, so by the time he was two and decided to open his mouth and let something come out, it was full blown sentences with very big words. And he mm-hmm. still does it today, and a lot of those words would go right over my head. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did he just say? What? Um, from, from my understanding, he's very interested in the in the political scene and the things that are going on in the world, and he's been doing his research. He's taken an econ class. He's he's doing things, and he, all electively, nothing that, hey, why don't you do this or why don't you do that? I mean, the last full-blown conversation we had was about he, he really thinks that he – is going to go to school to be an engineer and um, he's going to, you know, of course I'm like, we'll go to Georgia tech, you know? And he's like, well, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a look at the schools and I'm going to see what I'm interested in. And he just, um, he has a path. He, he knows his path. He's very, Mm -hmm. um, he's that one, you know, he's the one, he's the number one. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just very, um, I don't want to say opinionated. That's not what I mean at all. But he's very strong in what he what he says and how he speaks and 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 how he's looking at the world. And he's it's wonderful to have a conversation with him. Well, with both of them, but mm-hmm. he's very communicative and brings up subjects like out of thin air. He'll just, well, what do you think about this? I'm like, either I know something about it or I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, and. <laughs> And then, but we'll get in, but we'll get into it. And, and it's fascinating because he'll explain it and he can explain it from multiple perspectives. I love that. Like he'll take a movie and he will, um, after you go to a movie, you know, I go to a movie, it's either feel good movie or like Terminator where I, you know, when I was a kid, that <laughs> movie came out. I remember thinking about it for days, like what if that could really happen in a future? But so my brain was there. Right. And he does the same thing, but he will like, he will tear the movie apart in a good way and talk about the characters and talk about um, possibilities of, of what he would have changed if it were his movie. <laughs> I love it. I know. It's Ugh. great. And, you know, he – and I'm a Dune I'm a Dune fanatic. I love Dune. The movie Dune, the books Dune, the, you know, anything to do with Dune. And he is getting into that, and I love that because he's – now he's speaking beyond my language because I couldn't read the original book, Dune, by Frank Herbert. I could read all the prequels that his son and this other – writer wrote and um but i watched the movies like religiously and could explain it i can actually explain the movie to you there's a lot of religious overtones and um but Jaden read the books he read all the books that frank herbert wrote and he when he read dune and he understood it and i'm like wow <laughs> great so i'm sending him the prequels <laughs> like here nice yeah yeah so i mean i'd, yeah, I'd love to be able to hang out with him you know yeah, for for a bit a cool, and just just catch up with cool him and, and see because you know he would talk my ear off about Legos and then Transformers and 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 I wouldn't know anything about any of those things. Right. Um, and then so it's I would just sort of make up stuff. Like I would ask him questions about why it was named this way. <laughs> he kind of get frustrated right. with me, but I'm like I you know why why is it, why are so are you talking about a good guy or a bad guy? And uh, you know I just <laughs> ask more questions. I just I guess you know. Uh, it's something that he was really into, and, and the only way for me to connect with that is to for him to explain it, you know, to, for, for me to to ask the questions, one, so that he knew that I was interested, that I really wanted to spend time with him, and and whatever he wanted to talk about would be fine with me, but I had some catching up to do. Because he has – right. he's the same birth card, like his birthday is, is Friday, 
but um, but he has the same birth card as my dad, and I had to mm-hmm. figure it out with my dad too because, um, you know, in the role of father, you know, he uh, he was really, well mostly he was just busy working. He worked you know these weird shifts every two weeks, so some days we'd see him a little bit more in the morning or maybe a little bit more in the afternoon. But you know he was he was working pretty hard, and I still you know I really didn't know. For the longest time, probably until I was maybe out of college, I really had no idea what my what my dad did. <laughs> you know, like he, he was a chem, he was a, was a chemical engineer, so um, I knew he smelled funny when he came home. Yeah. Um, you know, but other than that, I really didn't know what he did. Um, and so I, I, when we finally, I lived at home for a year after I graduated college, and just worked, and um, and so we had to carpool, like we we only had one car. So we shared it and, <laughs> and so I had to carpool with him and it was interesting because we could definitely be in the car and not talk. Like that was like, that was like the default setting for our family. Mm-hmm. Like you could be in the same room and not talk. So, mm-hmm. um, unless you're with my mom, in which case there was a lot of talking going on, but, but with yeah. my dad, he's talking. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't talk a lot. And so I, you know, and I was like, well, listen, you know, it's my dad. It's time to kind of hang out with him. It's this little commute from to and from work. So I would just ask him how his day was. And I think, you know, by that point, all of us had been out of, out of the house for a while. So he was just him and, and, and mom <laughs> and, and my mom, I saw a pattern with that just, to, you know, with, with, with parents, they work or, you know, one of them works but one's working at home, so she's at home all day doing doing all the stuff she does at home, and he's at at work doing all the stuff he does at work. When he came home, it was like, it wasn't like a um, how are you how was your day kind of it was it was like that was like a formality kind of question. Mm-hmm. But she had stuff she wanted to say to him. Right. <laughs> she, she had like she was saving it up, and then because I and I would I would see that I would see that. Um, when I would get home with him, I'm like, wow, she, he hasn't even really gotten all the way in the door. And there's this, this whole barrage of, of, you know, questions or statements or, you know, observations. And, and there wasn't any breathing room. There wasn't like a, there was like, hi, how are you doing? And then a space for him to actually respond. So I think he was sort of conditioned after a few years to just like, you know, he was just kind of going through the motions and, and he would just wait till he could sit down and eat dinner, <laughs> kind of relax. <laughs> You know, at that point, so I had to, um, I had to figure out a way to let him know that no, I, I really do want to know how you're doing. Like, I don't know what you do at work. What is you? What did you do at work? What do you do? (laughs) And, and so I think it was a little bit like it was a way for me to get to know him because for years, because he was so busy at work, we really didn't, we really didn't hear from him. Um, Yeah. Between work and he's also a mason, so he got involved in, in his lodge. You know, he was super busy. And I, I could tell, you know, my mom was definitely not happy about that. You know, so, so we of course heard it and got the brunt of it. <laughs> that kind of, well, you know, your yeah. father, blah blah blah. But we couldn't say anything bad about him. Um, if we yeah. echoed whatever she was saying, she said, "Don't talk that way about your father." I'm like, "Well, you just, you just said, you know, like, wait a minute." You did it. <laughs> what? What? Wait a minute. See how we're, see how we're being trained. <laughs> right. Right. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm seeing all this and I know most of it basically is, is wherever you can create a space where someone can just be. And it, and it's hard. It, it mm-hmm. is hard. I mean, even to this mm-hmm. day for me, it's hard, even though I know that that would be a good thing. It's like, but do I, do, do I want to do this? <laughs> you know, after a while, right. like, well, how much time do I want to do this? Um, mm. So uh, to, to find it's almost like having the right questions with my dad. It was finding the right questions for him to relax a little bit and really open up. It doesn't even have, it's not even like, you know, heartfelt. Oh my gosh, this day was this and this. It was just, I just want to know, just, just tell me, tell me what's on your mind. And, and so the same thing with Jaden, because he can be very quiet. You know, he doesn't have to, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, one word answers and I get it. But to for him to, you know, just to, to say whatever, whatever he was all about, if he was all about, you know, Ninjago, whatever, whatever, I'm like, I don't even know what these characters are, but I'll, I'll find out. I'll learn from him because yeah, he was so, yeah, he was so excited about it. You know, he was so mm-hmm. excited about whatever he was, you know, I'm going to get the next minifig. And, and it was, he's just, he was so cute. He still was super cute. 
uh, and I think anyone who's into whatever they're into, and that that enthusiasm, mm-hmm. that energy spills over, and you give them an outlet for it, and watch them shine. So that was mm-hmm. what I saw with him, and I'm, I'm just having fun with it because yeah, obviously someone had to come up with these names, you know, like, well, but why is it right. called that? And so what's the beef? Like, like I'm trying to like have this Lego soap opera. Like, what's going on here? You know. Um, <laughs> What's the drama? Well, we drove to, to um, <laughs> we drove to my father's from Atlanta, and that's about a five-hour drive. Mm. And he talked most of the way. Which, I love it. I, like I said, he a lot of it was, and it was about engines. Now he's all about motors and how to revamp motors and and how his ideas of what he wants to do and how he wants to he wants to bring back the American Motor Corporation. I'm like. That's what oh. he's talking about, you know. He has all these ideas. And I said, dude, you know, and I would never poo-poo his ideas. I said, you need to you need to contact somebody. You need to find out what's going on, you know. And I'm like, wh- even if he gets a no or a we don't know or, a, you know, yeah. whatever it is, I said, you might be the guy that steps in and, and, and revitalizes some of the things. And I said, it's a different world, Jaden. I said, you, I see that you love, I mean, of course, loves muscle cars now. And, you know, he's got almost every Lego freaking muscle car you can get and he's put them together you know so any you know anything that piques his interest and gets gets him going now how do we motorize these things that's that's the thing he's doing like how do you motorize the cars that you built um they have a whole side called techniques and and we buy motor little motors and he has to get in there and figure out how to put everything together so he can actually have a little remote control and actually get these things to work so that's where his brain is now and he says it's like it's built up from from very early, I mean, he was building Legos at like two. And so he's right. like, you know, he's got, we've got videos on YouTube of him building and just creating. And it's like, this little guy has just been busy at it. I mean, and, and Lily too, like Lily, you know, but again, Lily's the artsy, you know, give her a piece of paper and a couple crayons and you're good, you know, or give her a couple of hamsters. Oh my gosh, she's got two hamsters now. She just got cookie and cream and they are, um, they are just, <laughs> The you know, and they they spend a lot of time with their great grandmother, which I love. And so every day, apparently, she takes one of the hamsters over to say hello to grand to great grandma. And I just love that. I love that. See, and we were raised with multi generational family, and I love that they are now getting to know their great grandmother while she's still here, That's and sweet. they spend time with their grandmother. And so. I love, you know, even though I don't get to see them every day, I love what they're doing. And I'm, and now I'm in the loop. Like <laughs> I do get to talk to them and I do get caught up. And even having lunch with Steph yesterday was amazing. Like we, we sat for almost two hours and talked to each other and, you know, it was, I, I enjoyed it. We, I think we thoroughly good. had a good time and it's almost like it's getting that friendship back. And I see, I appreciate that for sure. Um, we'll obviously spend a couple of days, together this weekend you know so I, I my that was my thing let's show the kids that we can do this let's show the kids that we can be adults <laughs> we can we can all spend time together as a family because I still consider mm-hmm. us a family and I like let's just do this thing so that we um we raise these kids and continue to raise these kids in a way that allows them their their journey allows them their freedoms and allow and, and, and show them that we can be kind and compassionate and loving, not only towards each other, but to the people out in the world, you know, because that that's the thing for me is just how do we show up? You know, how are they showing up? And I see, and, you know, a part of me is like, thank goodness, um, like when they moved out of the house, Jaden was 11 and Lily was seven. So, you know, if, when you're looking at uh, neuro brainwave technology and all of this stuff, pretty much all of the stuff that you're going to be imprinted upon you is seven and earlier. And I, when I say earlier, I mean even before birth and ancestral. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Lily, you know, Lily's was little, left at seven. And so my, my hope is that everything that I was going to like seriously imprint upon them about 
being kind and loving and silly and crazy and fun, that would be me. That's what I wanted them to put put out there. And I still have gotten, you know, Nana, you're the funniest person we know. So, you know, I'm, like, yeah, I'm still the funniest person you know. That's good. You know, because, I, you know, I, send them, I text them every day. I send them jokes. I send them silly pictures. You know, just do things that even if they don't text me back, it's just have a great day. I'm loving you. Um, and on occasion, I throw in a miss you because I do miss them. But I also mm-hmm. don't want that to be a a heaviness though that they right. bear, you know, because as, as their other parent, I think it's not easy on me more than it's not easy on them because they stay busy. I mean, even though they're homeschooled and pretty much quarantined, they are on a piece of property that allows them freedom. They get to drive a golf cart around and, you know, do things like that. I mean, so mm. they're on property and they're having, they're having fun. And uh, so I'm like, it's just keep on going. You know, they, they can remain, they remain connected to, um, other people, like Lil has her little friend she stays in contact with. I think there's another pen pal uh, in there somewhere. So, you know, there are things that, and I really appreciate Stephanie listening to me a little bit on those things. Like, you know, like I love the, you know, in a pandemic, you can't socialize your kids. It just, <clears throat> so I have to appreciate that the kids were, um, they were, they've been sort of quarantined, you know, their whole life. No, not their whole mm. life, but they've been sort of, you know, because they have been homeschooled their whole life. So switching from, from the whole schooling issue, you know, uh, when I, when I did the tour this weekend, I heard the moms talking about, um, you know, schooling and the kids and, and how it's not easy always uh, being at home with your partner, your spouse, and your kids, and having to school the kids and work from home at the same time, it's the most precious time. Which I love that perspective. You know, they right. were like, "This is we won't get this again." You guys, we were so fortunate to actually have this time to spend with our families, and so I loved that perspective that they were talking about. But that's the thing: my kids have been homeschooled the whole time, and even when the shooting started before the pandemic. I, I really, I messaged my partner. I said, you know, I am being very appreciative and thankful right now for you homeschooling the kids because, you know, my kids aren't in public school. They're not at any school. They're they're in their own school and they have a curriculum and stuff and that's fine. And But they're not in a place where they, you know, could, I mean, like, look at what's happening with here in Atlanta and also now in Colorado where a guy walks into a grocery store and, you know, kills people. And so you're like, you just don't know what situation you're going to be in. I mean, vibrationally, you know, I'm a law of attraction junkie, and I feel like if you vibe a certain vibe, you're not going to line up with that. Like how many people Mm -hmm. ran out the back door and how many, you know, the employees were talking about it last night about how, you know, they got people out the back door. We're like, just come on, just let's get out of here. And so a lot of people I think were, were saved because people were alert and aware and said, you know, we're, we're going to do this. We could, let's get as many people out. One guy was like, I was going to go down this one aisle and I didn't. And I went down this other aisle and I heard shots and immediately we started getting people out, you know? So it was interesting. It's it's interesting. And so what I'm saying is I was just being appreciative of that. I was appreciative that my kids were home, are homeschooled because, you know, being cooped up in a, in a small space for a long period of time uh, for them was not an issue where a lot of kids are getting a little nutty out there because they, you know, one of the moms, I think this weekend said her 16 year old son uh, took the car and drove into town. And uh, I don't think he, I think he might've wrecked the car or something. Not bad though. And she said when he got back, you know, you can't punish, you can't punish him by grounding him. I mean, he's been grounded for a right. year, you know, she said, but he just, he, and he just said, mom, I was just so crazy and I needed to get out of the house. And so um, she said, yeah, we, we made him pay the, you know, whatever the damages or whatever. And, you know, so he monetarily had to work to, to pay all that off. But they, they're like, we can't ground him. This is a whole new uh, way of raising your kids now. Like, we've really got to pay attention. And I understand that my son was bored. I mean, he just needed to get out of the house, and that was his way of getting out of the house. So, I mean, we, it's, life is different now. Even now with the COVID shots and the, you know, the people thinking, oh, things are going to open up and stuff, we're still in pandemic state. So, 
you know, it's like my dad going, hey, let's go to Louisiana. You know, let's go to New Orleans. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's go, but you're not getting out of the van. I mean, you just, mm-hmm. you can do a drive-by and you can see the people, but you're not going to go in the people. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to get out in it. But he just wants to get out of the house, you know. We, that was funny. We went to New Orleans. We did. We went to New Orleans and we drove all in and out of the city. We were in that uh, little, it's a little RV van and it's kind of cute and self-contained, but it was it was kind of big. I was driving to get through the city because if you've been to New Orleans, the streets are really mm-hmm. tight. But mm-hmm. we did. We went up and down the streets, and he got to see the people, and then we drove in the outskirts, and then Dean and I went, and we ordered food, and we ate in the van. I mean, we were not letting him out of that van unless he, unless he right. absolutely needed to. But, yeah, so um, – but he needed he needs to get out of the house, and that's his way. <laughs> let's, let's go somewhere. We just drive and go, and – um, some people just need, uh, you know, I I know for myself, obviously, like you're know, like, where are you? And that's a that's a question I get a lot of. Where I get a text message, where are you right now? You know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who needs to know? <laughs> no, um, most of the time I'm 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 kind of moving between the southern states. You know, I'm, I could be in Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, sometimes Mississippi, but not very often. And then you know. Um, so those generally the states. Every once in a while, I shoot back up to Virginia Beach or back down and out west or something. But you know, just, oh, I am. I am the general forty-eight. You know, of the United States, somewhere in those forty-eight. We well, sometimes, sometimes you somewhere in the Hawaii, forty-eight. So, yeah. But sometimes you yeah. go to Hawaii. But you know, uh, um, I haven't been to Hawaii in a couple of years, and my brothers were there, and they were sending beautiful pictures. So I'm like, yeah, that needs to be on the list to go pretty soon. Um, go hang out in Hawaii. I need to go to New York. I mean, you know, it's like all the places that you you want to go once once everybody's kind of opened up a little bit and saying, you know, you know, it's it's time to go, but being very careful and be, still being very cautious about you know, where you're going and and what you're doing and um you know, there's a, there's a lot of staying put in places. Even though I do travel a lot, I stay put. And one of the things that um, I know I have a lot of clients who are in their late 60s, mid 70s. So I've got to be very cautious when I'm around these people and what I do externally. So I really do keep it in a tight knit circle and um, precautions when I go see people. So I think that's, um, you know, when people are doing things. I, you know, I have one client which I love is like she's like I, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surviving right now if it wasn't for you. Like. You know, that's a, that's a good, I mean, I'm not taking that whole thing on, but as far as business goes, you know, I appreciate right. her telling me that. But had I not built her website and created her e-commerce platform, um, she wouldn't have an income. Wow. And now she has an income. Mixed with some a few marketing techniques that we do every month, she has a steady income, and it's not overwhelming for her. Uh, Christmas was overwhelming. <laughs> She's like, but it slowed down. And now it's steady, and, you know, she gets her orders in, and she gets the orders out. And it's, you know, now she's doing things to help her. Like, instead of going to the post office, she's going to now have the post office picking up from her. You know, it's different thing, and we can do that now. Things are changing in the world so that we can mm-hmm. we can be accommodated by um, things that normally, you know, normally, yeah, we'd run, you know, run down the street and do this. Well, no, not anymore. Now there's pickup, you know, delivery. All of those things that we are able to now benefit from, you know, the world's it's changed a little bit of how we do business. And so that's, a, you know, people, and some people are stuck. They're like, you know, I don't know what to do. So being able to create uh, a niche market for somebody and, and focus on that and have them, you know, grow that business, I think that's, you know, that's pretty cool. And to have it sustain and support her, well, she used to do pop-up stores. Like she would go down, um, she does uh, work for the International Longshoremen Association, which, you know, they are, they're the people that bring our stuff in from overseas or, you know, if if it travels by boat, I mean, in train Mm -hmm. and any of that. They're the ones that have to deal with all that. Well, she handles all their apparel and I call it tchotchkes, all their stuff. And so um, and then, so we built an e-commerce store that actually is linked to their app. And, uh, you know, she, it's a steady stream of business, which 
was amazing when, when she told us, like, what do we have? Because that's what I first, it's like, what do we have to work with, folks? I mean, you and I talk about that. Like, what are we working with? Are we working with an email list? Are we working with, right. but she used to go do physical pop-up stores, like down in Savannah, Mobile, Alabama, uh, Brunswick, you know, um, even in Atlanta, they would have their, their meetings here. And she'd pop up downtown, you know, she'd have her weekend store and, and make a lot of money on those weekends. And she doesn't have any, it hasn't had any of that for over a year now. Right. So I'm excited for her because she was able to sustain herself so far through the pandemic with her e-commerce store. And that thrills me. You know, That's that so nice. Yeah. yeah. And even see her thriving. I, I had actually gone over there because we usually do a Christmas meal, like a Christmas lunch. Um, in the past, we've done Christmas lunch, but it, I didn't, I actually didn't get to see her for a while and so a couple of weeks ago I got to see her and so she cooked you know she cooked for me and we were hanging out but she's um she's had a lot you know she's had a lot of done, work done on her house she's adding on to her house all this stuff and I'm looking at this like she's doing all this she's doing well <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm like yeah but it's exciting for me because I get to implement a lot of her marketing stuff and that makes me excited to see her business grow in this way you know so I'm like I you know, I was kind of joking around, going, "Man, this shit works." You know, <laughs> like, "Wow, it works." It actually works. <laughs> no, <just> kidding. Because <laughs> I see that that's crazy that, you know, yeah. as as we're as we're shifting and growing and and figuring out ways to make it work. I mean, that these are great stories for me to hear. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because that that gives everybody you know hope and something to look forward to or something to work towards. And, right. and, you know, it doesn't mean that you still, you know, you, you still have to do the work. That's the whole point. <laughs> you're still, yeah. Yeah. You're still you doing the work. The you're still doing the work. Yeah. And it, it, it's also allowing for, for what would normally, you know, I think because we get to be so busy, we just, like, we don't want to be bothered. <laughs> tends to be like, yeah. oh, why do I have to do this? Um, but we're, we're really taking those moments to pause and, and see, well, yeah, why, why are why are we doing this? Why am I doing this? And am I enjoying it? And, and can I overcome this fear of, you know, not having enough to, uh, you know, take that energy of worry and turn it into something that allows me to feel better and and, and not only just to feel better, but also to see at some point to see how that, how that has paid off. Uh, Doesn't Mm -hmm. this have to be hard work? (laughs) It can be as hard as you want it to be, but, but you know, to see how that that dedication or that diligence pays off, and and as you know, and because you're big on this, part of it is just your, your mindset of you know even if things seem incredibly negative or heavy or difficult, that you find one glimmer of hope that that can kind of outshine all the all the bad stuff, all the heavy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, honestly, I, I thought about it this weekend with my, my parents coming in town. And I had a very busy day. You you were able to drive, you know, a tour for me. I was driving as well. But to be able to spend time with family, um, you know, that was around great. that time, yeah. it was it was just, it was something that we, I know all of us said, you know, we just miss it. We miss seeing everybody. Um yeah. And and you got to be a little more patient. I think whereas, you know, we right. tend to think, oh, big family gathering, we're going to be stuffed, which we were. We were – I was so full. <laughs> I passed out. I yeah. passed out when I got home. I just – I fell asleep, and I woke up at like 11. <laughs> like yeah. I was still – I still had my clothes, all my clothes on. I'm like, oh, I didn't even change. I just like put my head down. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Um, yeah. But it was just so important to be able to – have that time and it was just laughter it wasn't like we weren't like trying to solve the world's problems we were just really enjoying being around each other and also talking about possibilities you know possibilities within the family um and that that was everything even even hanging out with um you know on saturday well what day was that it was friday it was friday sunday well friday but friday hanging out with you and and gloria and amy Uh, like Like that was, that was really good for me to, um, to get a different perspective and, and to have that, um, you know, to have that, that time where, 
you know, people are saying, we, you and I are big on our family and, and mm-hmm. family means something means it can, can have very different meanings for, for everybody. You know, sometimes family's like, Oh, family. Huh, so heavy. Um, but in this case, you know, to hear a, a different take on it where you have somebody who doesn't have that sense of family. I have quite a, quite a few people uh, in my, in my mm-hmm. circle that they, they either have an incredibly small family. So they don't have those, those nuances of, you know, like, you know, the crazy, the crazy, big, boisterous family, uh, a la my big fat Greek wedding, you know, like that <laughs> it's kind of, it was kind of highlighted, but there's, so there's a, there's a skill in, in being in that type of environment. Uh, just like there's a skill in being an introvert in that kind of environment. Um, right. Because not everyone in our family is full on extrovert. Um, I would say quite a few of them, it's probably because they, you know, they've, they've done a few shots and they are all of a sudden extroverted. But if you saw them like in their, <laughs> in their everyday, <laughs> they're probably a little more subdued, but you know, it is, there is something about, there's that magic about having us together that right. just, you know, we, we really, we really do enjoy each other. You know, Alita, one thing that I've realized is that, and we grew up with this, so we don't know any different. We mm-hmm. have a very unique experience in that we have absolute adoration in our family for each other and we miss each other. Mm-hmm. And that Sunday was so beautiful to be able to, see everybody we have not had a family gathering since uh, obviously before the pandemic and we used to get together quite often like at least once a month yeah at least once a month and you're talking at a minimum of 30 people (laughs) you know at a minimum of 30 people so when we're able to see each other and so sunday we were able to see quite a number of folks we everybody got their shots and everybody's you know feeling feeling well, not everybody, but most everybody. And so they were, and, and honestly, that I think that was the key, one of the key reasons for a lot of, a lot of us getting our shots because we just wanted to see each other. We just right. miss that family unit and we miss being in that laughter and that, like you said, a lot of us, I mean, we're quiet and we can be quiet and subdued, but when we're together, it gets loud and happy and <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, you know, Isabel and, and Isabel and Lily will say it's a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. um, just the noise alone. But you know, like I said, I mean, Sunday for me was just was just amazing, and I, you know, and I just I stood in that and just realized, you know, how much we take I take for granted that we have this big beautiful family. Like, and I we always have to say. The only way to to really help people understand is if you've seen the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding, we're not family. That's pretty much how we are. I mean, we are, you know, <laughs> except we do we do we do make lots of bunt cakes, you know. <laughs> um, we know what that is. We know what that is. But and we don't drink sake. Basically, we drink tequila. Oh, did I say that out loud? No. Mm, <laughs> anyway, true, true. So I'm not sake. What is it? Uzo. Uzo. Yeah. The Greek. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, we, you know, and all of that is, is within the family and all of that is, you know, um, we're quite entertained by the uncles on Sunday. I love that. <laughs> so because they were trying to get us a drink. We're like, no, 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 no. And I said, I'll fall asleep. And honestly, if I have a drink, I'm going to fall asleep. My uncle's oh. like, well, as long as I keep talking, I'll be fine. I'm like, well, you just keep talking. <laughs> but they do. And, and everybody wants to help everybody. And everybody, I mean, I think just the joy of them being together, that just to watch everybody, um, you know, even even though we're elbow bumping still and fist pumping still, and, right. you know, and some of them are like, well, no, I've got to hug you. I haven't seen yeah. you in forever. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, hug me. It's good. Put the antibodies upon me. You know, I'm good. <laughs> so, um <laughs> I like disease, lack of ease cannot exist in that. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm a law of attraction mm-hmm. junkie. You, I cannot be not well in that. I, that's all about wellness. That's all about being happy. And you vibrationally cannot match up with something um, as, as heinous as this thing that's running around right now. So, and that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. But that, I, you know, when you are with, this group of people and I use them and I will use them as my jumping off place to be happy. Uh, you know, even in thought, just knowing that I have this support, 
I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. The support, yeah. the 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 love and the support. Like I know at any moment, if I needed to really, I mean, you're like always come and come and sleep and sleep on my couch, you know, <laughs> you know, and that's it. It's like come here, come here, come here, you know, and like I'm here. I'm here working with uh, Gloria Parker, the psychic bartender, so we can get her freaking book out and her screenplay and, you know, do the psychic fairs and, you know, just trying to help her push, you know, push her a little bit so that she can, you know, get her stuff out there. And, um, you know, because I like staying busy. I like working. I like doing things. I like helping people. So that's my thing, you know. And so if some family member calls up and says, hey, can you come and do this? Yeah, yeah, I'll come and help you or, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I think it was, Sunday was quite the opposite. What do you need? I have stuff in my basement. I have stuff in my garage. What do you need? That (laughs) was hilarious because that's true. He he has he has he has stuff that, that you know he's he's been probably trying to offload for twenty years you know hey what do you need yeah I got this I, oh okay you just have to come yeah. over there with a truck and get it um, yeah come we have I think yeah. we have quite a few relatives like that that have probably you know you know uh, many big lots you know in their basement or in their garage in the basement you know? or the garage yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they're, they're funny they're like you know. Uh, are you gonna you gonna move? You need some furniture? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go shopping in your house. I was like, I'm shopping at my cousin's house. Going, I like that couch. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a nice couch though. Henry, that wasn't a nice couch. It was yeah, a real nice couch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm, let me take that while uh, while Annette's not looking. I'm gonna take her couch. <laughs> but yeah. So now they're they're you know and and we're full of ideas and we're full of laughter and I. And that's so different. And I and I wish everybody had that. And you know, and that it's like even that alone. It's like I know my life is good because I have that. You know, and that's right. been a steady all my life. You know, I I, I and I will I won't go screaming on the top at the top of my lungs, even though I would about my childhood and how I was brought up. Because you know, I've been known to be told that I have a you know, my, me and my perfect family, you know, that's been true. I was like, we're, we're not perfect by any means, but we it sure are a heck of a lot of fun. <laughs> it is interesting, the perspective of it. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think we, we've, we've, we've all been in that point where you look at somebody else and say, well, must be nice, you know, uh, must be nice yeah. to have people that love you all the time. Um, and, and, you know, you, you kind of get in that mode of, well, everyone's getting something except me. You know, mm. and and, mm. It, and it's very interesting when you start to realize when you catch yourself, because at any given point you can take if you if you have it within you to take stock of where you are right now, even if everything's mm-hmm. not perfect, because guess what? It's not going to be perfect because you're always nope. wanting to do something. You're always wanting to yep. be and achieve something more than what you are. That's fine. But, you know, even even in that crisis where you think it's a major crisis, hopefully either within yourself or with the help of other people, they'll remind you, you know, just take a moment. Where are you right now? What's going on right now? And you find mm-hmm. that you're probably quite fine. But the worries that you that you want to bring within yourself, because that's sort of like mm-hmm. what everyone else does, that, that that's mm-hmm. what you that's what you you sort of do maybe to kind of fit in because I, I and it's interesting because you, you said that it's true. I've had over the, over, over many years, I've had quite a few people think, uh, you think, at least you know, you got everything going for you. And there's a party that wants to say, well, yeah, I guess if, if I think about it that way, yeah, but it doesn't mean that it was all simply very easy. It just means, you know, there are a lot of things that are lining up for me. And part mm-hmm. of it is being very grateful for it. And sometimes it's reminded to be very grateful for it. Um, yeah. Because we can, yeah. we, we can get into complain mode like, like everybody else. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I think part of it, because I've been watching a lot of um, my, my, my Amazon Prime binging, you know, so you get some of these sitcoms where part of the, the shtick is that, you know, they complain about everything um, right. in, in a funny way, somewhat funny way. But then you realize how heavy that energy is, even if it's meant to be in jest. That's partly why, mm-hmm. um, you know, being sarcastic, like that's a way of life for some people. Um, mm-hmm. And it was for me for a long time. And I realized I didn't mm-hmm. like the way it felt because it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't genuine. Right. It, it wasn't really based in truth. Right. I, it was a, it was a, um, a, 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 
jaded version of it, you know, like, yeah, that's, uh, it's, oh yeah, I got a cup of coffee, but it was a small cup of coffee. You know, they didn't have the mug I wanted. Like, really? I'm like, okay. <laughs> now we can't enjoy the cup of coffee, you know, cause it's too small. Yeah. Cause it's just, you know, not the right mug. Yeah. Not the right mug. It's not someone, someone yeah. took my favorite mug. Okay. Okay. So, you know, yeah. it, it's that, so that's, um, that's sort of where some of us have been. And again, it, given the past year, I think it's, it's given people a moment to say, Oh yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. Like maybe I don't need to be that uptight about stuff anymore. Right. <laughs> we can just let that go. And it's, and it's nice. I mean, I've, I've, you know, that's a lifetime thing for me. I, I have to realize like, when am I, when am I really being totally uptight about it? Can I, can I just breathe and let it go and not have to manage it and not feel like I'm responsible for it and just let it play out and whatever happens, you know, it happens and, and we'll still be fine. And and you're right, you know, because when I, when I'm able to hang out with my family, my friends that are family, and there's that, you notice that ease of conversation, the flow, Mm -hmm. the laughter, you know, it just, we start building on, on each other's, you know, we're riffing off each other. Um, That's a great flow to be in and you can be as silly and, and, and laugh as much as you want. And in fact, that's what ends up happening. You, you eat whatever you want. That's what happened on Sunday. Like, you know, still not yeah. major issues from that, but I'm, I'm so glad probably because, because you know, I, I, I ate a few donuts that day. You brought in those Krispy Kreme donuts hot mm-hmm. off the press and, and I didn't even think about gluten allergy, you know, Oh, I'm like, Ooh. out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Let me get that donut. It was the best donut I had had. In like five years, you know, like it was so wonderful, and um, and there's it was a part a donut, of it, like, but it was it was surrounded yeah. by a lot of love. Like, there was a lot of love, and I was there was a lot and of I love. was in I was in a feel good space. I mean, I was I was yeah. eating I was eating. The, all right, our cousin. I don't know how many quiches she made, but she made like fifty seven quiches. I must have been, yeah. These breakfast. I mean, these were these were not small quiches. It was like a you know a pie tin of quiches. And I'm like, how did I, did we not just polish off this tin? Because there's another tin that just came out of the oven. And I'm like, what is this oven? It's like magical elf oven where stuff, more quiches kept coming out. And we, right. uh, we stepped away. You and I, we stepped away and came, came back, back. And there were two more quiches. And there were still more yeah. quiches. Like, what, what, how many more did she, how did she make all this stuff? Like, how many people was she expecting? Now, did she make it or Henry made it? Because I'm like thinking Henry might have done it because well, Henry knew exactly what was in every quiche. <laughs> and let me just put a caveat here on a non-pandemic and you guys were having a lot of fun with this but in a non-pandemic time we share our family and i think that is an important thing too we brought so many people to hang out with our family and all those people you we can call them and they will attest how silly and funny and the food oh my gosh and so that's the big deal and so and to is like if if you're ever around us you know a non-pandemic obviously and we say hey we're having a family thing why don't you come over don't miss it yeah <laughs> get crazy crazy yeah crazy yeah Yeah. i think there are people who are like how come i didn't get invited and and in some cases i'm like well you know this this was a specific like it's a it's a graduation yeah celebration like you know it's not it's not i'm not graduating you know so it's (laughs) that was you know that was that was a few years ago you missed that one that was at my aunt julie's house uh it was throw down Mm -hmm. but um yeah you do want to be a part of that and and um i think i think even when when i think oh well it, this is for a specific celebration, and I'll ask, I'll ask like, the cousins, whoever's hosting. I'm like, is it okay? I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, bring everybody over. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, well, they'll bring a gift. No, 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 they don't bring anything. Just, just come on over. There'll be plenty of food. I'm like, well, I know that, but I just didn't want to be like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, why are there 50 additional people here that we know we're not related to? And that's just who I brought, and everyone else brought 50 additional people that they're not related to. Uh, at various times so but we never run out of food it's really it's really interesting um yeah it appears it just appears and it's beautiful (laughs) yeah i you know and and i've learned and i have learned this past couple of years that you know again not everybody not everybody has that and to to listen to that experience and what we just talked about for the last half hour it's not a normal experience for a lot of people actually I don't know if I had ever spoken about this when I went out to New Mexico for my retreat Mm. pre-pandemic and you know was was working through all my stuff 
and uh, met with a, a wonderful, wonderful healer out there. And, um, you know, the first statement that I made to her was family is everything because mm. obviously that's my paradigm, right? And to have my family, you know, leave me and to all the things that I had just gone through and was just feeling like, oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, and for someone who has the program, a family is everything and having somebody that you really care and love um, – you know, do things that didn't match that. I'm just going to put it that way now because I'm, mm. like, not even going to rehash that crap. It's just, right. It's, you know, it, it was, un, to me in that time, was very uncharacteristic of this person, and it just totally flipped. And so when that happened, it, it broke my heart. And so I was healing my heart. And so uh, it was funny. So after the, the two days that I, I stayed with this uh, healer, at the very end, we were just, you know, having conversation, just, you know, not not healer to healer, but just uh, people to people. And she looked at me and she said, you know, the first thing you said when you walked in here, I asked you to make a statement and you said family is everything. And she goes, in my head, I said bullshit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she said, but I've gotten to know you these past two days. And I realized that you have, you know, you, you had a, an upbringing that, a lot of people don't even know exists. And she said, you know, you've, I mean, I spilled my, my beans, you know, I told her about my family and I told, you know, and I'm just throwing it all out there. And she said, you know, because she didn't have that, you know, she had a very, the very opposite of what we have, you know? So mm-hmm. she said, and I, she goes, and so you have, you, your program is family is everything because your family is everything and is still everything. And even though that small part of, of you, which was your family, um, you know, you felt like that hurt you, that's still your family and that, and it hurts even deeper. So it was interesting how she was allowed, she saw what I was talking about and really acknowledged that for me. So that was really cool, you mm. know. Um, yeah, so, but she, you know, she didn't obviously say bullshit out loud like right you know when right. I say families every she didn't say it out loud but it's a but in the end she did say you know because it's true like I can only see my perspective because it's all I have you can only see yours someone out that they can only see theirs and until we understand that there is a reason why we have what we have in our lives and this is this journey and some it part innately in me knows that each of us agreed We had a contract coming here that we wanted to experience certain things and live in a certain way and work through certain things, whether that feels good or not. And even though we have this big, delicious, wonderful, amazing family, we still go through our stuff. Right. You know, and people will joke around and say, oh, well, that's not really a problem. You know, you have this or that. You know, it's like, can I I really seriously, you know, feel like I'm going to, you know, grovel and be down in a ditch somewhere. At some point I did feel that way, but realistically, no, because I did have this big, wonderful family and friends to catch mm-hmm. me and to mm-hmm. hold me and to, and to be there for me. And so I, that, that, that just made me stronger. That just made me know that as long as I continue to be the person genuinely of who I am, what I feel like I am, and I've even gotten to know myself more now, and I think that's important. So when each of us can go within, and I think this is what, in my opinion, again, this is what the pandemic is doing. It is about transforming us from the inside out because mm. we had to be still and we had to be quiet. And a lot of people weren't used to that, so a lot of people didn't. didn't. They just, it probably drove a lot of people crazy because in a not good way because they just couldn't handle themselves, their thoughts, their actions, their, their, their every day, you know, things were changing and they went into a, a state of fear and that's false evidence appearing real because there's solution out there. We are definitely powerful creators when we get in, when that gets instilled within us and we continue to understand that things move for us and change for us. We just ha- want to know what it, what's that next place that you want to be? You know, here's, this is what, you know, I'm thinking Hawaii. So, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm joking around there, but seriously, where, you know, if, if you don't have a job right now and the, the thing is, is to have a job or to move or 
do something that right now isn't supposed to be easy, but I will tell you when you when you really put it out there and you fill yourself in that space, you're going to get there. You're going to get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I think I need it. And I, like in this moment right now, like if you are listening to this show in this moment, whether it's live or recorded, like is, is anything really bothering you? And if you're sitting and listening to this show, there is nothing there's nothing interfering with that. There's nothing that should be interfering with that. Just be in the moment. Be in the moment. And you know, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this, and not being a jerk, because you know we talked about great families and stuff like that. We've had our dark nights of the soul. Probably might have another one. Hopefully not. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, but knowing that yes, we've gone through stuff too, and I think I had to go through things to really understand them so that I could help explain this to people. It's like there were days and it's like, I'm just not going to make it. I'm just not going to make it. You know, it's like, I'm done. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I'm joking around about it now, but in that reality, and Alisa, you saw me in that reality, and Alisa just kept saying, mm-hmm. you, can, you can fly. It's okay. You can fly. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Um, and I'm <clears> sure that wasn't an easy place for you, for a lot of people to see me. I mean, I had one of my friends sit and she's like, God, I've never seen you like this before. She goes, this is weird. <laughs> you know, like, what can we do? I was like, okay, we've got to, we've got to, now that we have to do, it's like, we don't have to do anything. I just have to be, you know. So just know that this is a time for you to go within and reflect and move all that stuff that you're afraid of out and move all the good stuff in. Again, not always easy. It is a process and that's, your growth and expansion may come with some uh, foundational redoing, you know, remodeling. And I know because I went through that. It's like, whoa, I just, you know, you just pulled the rug right out from under me. And then now it's like, okay, I have another rug. It's like, I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I've got something to stand on. And I'm using those as symbolism. But it's it's true because when you when you are reaching for that better feeling thought and you're reaching for you, who is you, uh, sometimes things are going to happen to disrupt your life, your current life, because you can't live in that life. You can't live in a life of, you know, I'm bored or I don't have enough or any of that and live with abundance and creativity and possibility. You can't hate and live in love. It doesn't work. It's two vibrational things. So remember that. And um, when you go from hate, love, hate, love, hate, love, the universe, uh, the world likes to call that, call that bipolar, you know, pick one, stick to it. You know, and I'm not a doctor either. So I'm, I'm just saying that a lot of people out there are, are going through some stuff. And that stuff is trying to get you to look within. That's, I feel like that's what the pandemic is doing because it's about transformation. This whole thing is about transformation. Yeah. I agree. Preach it, girl. Preach it. And that's, I know. Girl, girl. <laughs> Where wow. did that come from? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> You're channeling I, the great gods of. When you were talking, I was thinking about um, a, a reading I had recently, um, and, and he he was the, the reader was like ah, I just you know wow your whole like your whole ancestral line on both sides were just lined up I'm like oh okay <laughs> so like our family is still there <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> family is still so, and ask so yeah them, like hey yeah. let's let's get this going y'all let's yeah. and ask everybody you've got guides you've got your family you've got all this backing you and I'm talking to every person listening mm-hmm. ask for ask I don't want to say help because help feels a little heavy ask for the clarity ask for the abundance ask for the creativity ask the universe to show you how amazing you are you know I, last night I said use I am you know I was talking to use I am statements I am I am so powerful you know yeah. I am creative I am amazing I am love I am at peace you know, make up your own. Go to my website. I got a whole list of them. You can download them. You can even download an audio I did. So that's life gets better and better. Look at me, selfless advertising. No, I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for another inspiring hour of uh, of our conversations. Um, 
I mean, it was just good to spend time with you this past weekend and, yeah, and always to, to do a show and, and present some really positive energy. So thank you. And for everybody, um, Liz should be back this Thursday. We'll find out. <laughs> and if you do need to get in touch with us in the meantime, please email us at loablend at gmail.com. Um, of course, you can also visit Anna at her site, lifegetsbetterandbetter.com. Um, thank you again. Everybody, have a great day. Let the light do the work. And two brighter days ahead. Take care, everybody. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Tell me